You're listening to Very Loose Women. Good evening, listeners. Uh, you are listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM and possibly podcast. Probably or, not and there. Um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. My name is Leo. I'm in the studio with fellow presenters Soila and Flory. Hi, guys. Hello. And joining us tonight is comedian Zara Barry. Hi, Zara. Hello. Hi. Thanks so much for coming along. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to be talking about people-pleasing. But first, as ever, celebrations and frustrations. Soila, what is this about your nose? Well, you didn't notice. No. I have a nose piercing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did not notice no. that. It looks amazing. And so I love it so much. But the other thing is exactly what you've just done there in the sense that nobody notices it. Yeah. And I'm like... Do you not see anything? No. Yeah, so it's wow. there. But then I ask other friends and they're like, well, you, I thought you had one already. And I'm mm. like, well, how? You are the type. Why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do I have the mean? vibe? I have the nose ring or the nose piercing vibe. So, yeah. but no, I, I really love my new nose piercing. It looks great, I have Thank to say. You. It really goes with your glasses as well because you've got the chrome and the chrome, which obviously mm. all the, the listeners can see. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's nice that it's subtle though. You don't yeah. want it like massive. No. And you want that sort of glimmer in the in the light yes. so, oh little little mm. bit of sparkle very nice subtle yeah flurry <laughs> uh it's my turn it is your turn it's my turn i uh might i have a frustration Go on. and it is that i keep getting emails from this account which i think is the hmrc telling me i have a, I have a massive tax rebate um, <laughs> but i don't it's fake guys don't fall for it i haven't like clicked on it and filled oh, out my like, personal information like you have two million pounds no tax. it's like it's like it's like 240 quid Okay, is is the one I got today, and yeah. I was wow, like, "Oh my scammers. god, this is life changing." I mean, it's not, but it is. It kind of, I'm like, "Yeah, this is." Oh, I so do wanted, need 240 pounds, definitely. They um, wanted to be realistic. Who How does you know it's fake? Um, I just no, I just have an inkling. Probably HMRC wouldn't email you. Yeah, yeah it's true. They send a sort of no. You know what HMRC do? Envelope. They email you to tell you you've got a message on your online HMRC account, uh, and then you have to log in and then go read the email. Oh, right. Really? That's, yeah. Also, that's, that's secure at the very least. It is. Yeah. I think. I think though, if you if you're in credit, it's definitely a scam. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Fair. If you that owe is, money if you know to them, all, if you owe money to them, it's real. If if you're <laughs> if you're in credit, it's definitely it's a fake. There's a mistake. I keep getting caught out. It's just very disappointing. Tax deadline on the thirty first. Freelancers. Yeah, that's what made me think it was real. Hi, it's like <laughs> they know people do tax returns around this time. So maybe it's yeah. legit, but it's not. So fuck you, whoever's sending me those emails. Sarah, Sarah. celebrations and frustrations. Um, celebrations are that I'm finding dry January surprisingly easy. Hmm. I mean, I haven't socialised for. 24 days um that's how i do it i just uh hide in my house and uh no no i don't need alcohol to have a good time i'm having a great january it's not it's not that's great I, i've got my tea and um yeah i'm 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 not i'm not numbing my feelings i'm feeling my feelings and my feelings are good <laughs> um i um have tried to quit crisps for january and oh. um 
just before the show, Flory couldn't finish her packet of crisps conveniently, <laughs> and I had to. It was so. massive were, packet. Were they potatoes? Like, I ate them. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was a knickknack, you could have been like, that's not a real crisp. I can't have knickknacks because <laughs> I'm celiac. But, oh. um, can I have wheat in? Yeah, All I good mean, stuff does, what about I can have what's it's, as you know. Oh, yeah, sorry. Can you have Monster Munch? This is not an interesting show for I anyone. I love Monster Munch. <laughs> um, so it was my birthday on Monday. That's my celebration. Yeah. I, I feel like happy, birthday. happy birthday. Thank I you. didn't know that. I am 31 years old. Happy birthday. Wow. So, I'm so young. <laughs> and that is also You're young, is what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do look I'm, like I'm 22. Thank oh you. Oh, my God. That's, um, I didn't know it was your birthday. Happy well, belated you. birthday. I did. I um, need to put it in my calendar. I'm actually going to do that now. I Great. feel sorry for you, though. You've got a January birthday. Yeah, I feel sorry for me, too. But I mean, my girlfriend made me a cake. That was oh, really delicious. Was I actually had some before the show, so it's still in my belly. A wheat-free cake. Yes. it was really. They you know exist. what she did? She said, I'm going to the gym. Then she went round to our neighbours, who were also like my best friends mm. and she used their kitchen and then the next day oh. she I know because oh. we lived together I would have known that she would have made me a cake so that's so, so, so sweet. it would be a surprise I think yeah. it's sweet that you've got neighbors that you can go and use their kitchen yeah I mean if I, I knew that before they were my neighbors <laughs> okay so. oh okay yeah. um but also I got I got this haircut which again radio listeners thank you nice thank you um yeah Anyway, that's it. End of celebrations and frustrations for today. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the reason I chose this topic, beyond the fact that it's a brilliant idea, is that uh, it's something that you blogged about, Zara. Um, yes. So if anyone wants to see more of Zara's blogs, that's on www.zarabarry.com. .com. Excellent. Yes. Um, so what, what compelled you to write about people-pleasing? Well, I realised, particularly over Christmas, that I am a massive people-pleaser, and I just wanted to sort of get it out there and and uh, talk about it and, and try not to be a people pleaser because I feel like sometimes I'm I'm trying to please other people more than I'm trying to please myself. And that sounds like I'm I'm trying to I'm aiming to be selfish, but sometimes I think it's good to to put your needs Or to recognise your needs. Yeah, because some yeah. there's that cliche thing of like if you um look after yourself then you can it's like um, I heard a podcast recently, which um, if you that's why they say put your um, air mask on in, on the airplane before you, the child, because mm. if you sort out your needs and you're in a healthy state, then you can help other people as opposed to the other way around. I like the air mask analogy. Yeah, yeah no, I found that one. quite a quite yeah. a good one. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think um, I am a I I joke in the blog and say that. I'm a people pleaser. The only people that would disagree with that are all my friends and family and my boyfriend. Um, but I am one, so. Well, yeah. if you identify as one, that is the main thing. <laughs> um. Yeah, other people don't think I'm a people pleaser. They're like, what? One of the bits that really stuck with me in your piece was when you say the best thing is that I never fall out with anyone. I just slag them off behind their back. That, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, all you have to do is be comfortable lying to people's faces and saying I don't mind a lot. So I'd say 50% of that I identified with. Because yes. um, obviously I never slag anyone off behind their back. That is also <laughs> not true. Um, I, don't, I definitely don't lie a lot. But um, saying I don't mind, like... When I was a kid, my godfather called me I don't mind because I said that so much. I just didn't really? want to be a hassle to anyone. And I just remember really vividly this one time when I was like five or six or maybe seven, probably six, let's say six. Um, my aunt was like, do you want toast or pancakes? Back in the day, I wasn't c diagnosed celiac yet, mm -hmm. so I was still eating those. And um, 
uh, and I was like, oh, I don't mind because I didn't have a preference. She's like, no, you have to choose. And I, it's just stuck in my mind because it was so traumatic. I was like, really? Like, I have to have an opinion on this thing that I don't care about? <laughs> and and so I was like, okay. And then I thought about it and I was like, actually, I prefer pancakes. Like, if I think about it, like, I have a preference. But it's just, I guess people didn't really, before that, think about, you know, ca- caring, I guess, that so I you, had one. So you realised that you actually did have an opinion? because, Or did you just... Like initially, like if like earlier today, I got a haircut and I was like, oh, I don't really mind what they do. Um, and my girlfriend had strong opinions on what my hair should be, so I'm like, well, let's go with her opinions because they're stronger than mine. Um, like I never pay for haircuts. Um, and but then like once he started it, I'm like, oh no, actually no, the fringe needs to be shorter. Like like I did actually kind of care a little bit. And I like and it's like when it's shaved at the back, I like touching it. Although I didn't go for that because apparently undercuts can look a bit dodgy sometimes and they were like just think about it before the next one Mm. as if I'm going to go for another haircut this year (laughs) Um, (laughs) but anyway I basically I just wanted to ask everyone like were you people pleasers growing up like did you do any like self-effacing or well I guess that's my term for people pleasing for now yeah I don't think I was um I think I've always been a child who you know didn't want to get in trouble and did things to try and make sure I didn't get in trouble. Mm. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I was a people pleaser. There are occasions where I'm like, oh, I don't mind. But that's, I don't think, reflective of people pleasing necessarily. Um, so no, I was not that kind of child. Um, and I'm not that kind of person <laughs> now either. So, Sorry. Uh, I think when I was a kid, I was always quite good at being assertive and asserting what I what I wanted and didn't want um and I've never really been like shy of sharing my opinions um Mm. but and I think I'm still quite good at doing that now as I've grown up I'm still still good at that but I do however now spend a lot of my time trying to make sure other people are okay in social Mm. situations Mm. I think um um and kind of like you know or as he said earlier Zara kind of like putting other people's needs in front of my own needs I, don't, I wouldn't say that's people pleasing I would say that's being Caring. kind you know and I, yeah I did I don't know maybe it depends to what extent you're doing it but I think that's true. yeah you know yeah maybe that's not people pleasing I don't know but like yeah it that's the analogy about the mask again isn't it yeah. I think I think sometimes um I've got a friend that um does this quite a lot um and um, you know when you uh, just overfill your schedule um, at the expense of your own sanity? Yeah, I do that every fucking week. Uh, yeah, so you're a people pleaser because yeah. you haven't given yourself a day to just be... You can't say no to people, mm. you know? If people say, can you do this, can you do that? And you and you you don't really want to do it, but you you, you say yes because you don't... You, you're, people, you're people pleasing. Mm. I'm trying to be better at it now. Yeah, learning to say no. But there yeah. is a selfish side to people to people raising on that I don't mind thing. Is that um, when I go out with friends and it's like we have to choose a restaurant or something, I always let someone else choose it for me because then if we have a bad time, it's not my fault. <laughs> I know a lot of people that do that as well, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind where like... we go, honestly, guys. <laughs> my girlfriend's family calls it head of blame. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> blame. That's classic. I yeah, that. that was a really good one. Um, but you said in your piece that um that you had that you grew up with divorced parents and I did too and I think that's what yeah. like both Soyla and and Flory were saying like they were I mean I don't know but they 
they were saying they were very adamant as kids, but I just found it easiest if you just like don't have an opinion on anything, you're not anyone's problem, then know. you don't cause an argument. Well, like, I guess I guess um, having divorced parents is the ultimate people pleasing because you're literally trying to appease both sides. And I can see, you know, I can see that because I also my parents divorced, but I I don't think it. I don't look at it as a negative thing. Um, and but I can see the people pleasing thing because I do remember I used to be like oh um I need to make sure that my dad's okay with this my mum's okay mm. with this and um I need to only do bring this up in a certain situation but like I don't know I think I grew out I just grew out of that and now I'm like well if you don't like it I'm still happening <laughs> you could kind of like you did enough people pleasing when when uh, as, as a child and then you were just like <laughs> enough because it is very hard to please everyone as well yeah it took situations. me ages to notice i was doing it though um but, but you said zara that um you have an american boyfriend and he's and he says that i don't mind isn't a phrase that exists in the states no whenever i say i don't mind to americans they're like what what are you talking about and then you get that you explain it to them and they go oh you mean i don't care so um, <laughs> they've got a confusing one with that too with I could care less where it doesn't make grammatical sense oh you know yeah, that, one, where I that means I couldn't care less <laughs> well say that then no but um, I could care less surely that doesn't I make grammatical could, sense I could care less as but in, I don't yes it's the but I don't oh I get with, it yeah. I get it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what it means I think <laughs> yeah. it's interesting though because I do find Americans to be more uh they will say what they think more than yeah I was gonna say do they say like when they say I don't care do they say that as interchangeably as we would say, I don't mind? Like, is it a I polite thing yeah. or is it just like only in the extreme would you say that? I don't know. I feel like if, if Brits say that, I don't care. It's quite like a bit oh, of a snub. It's or a bit yeah. of a like, oh, yeah. okay. Perhaps that person <laughs> won't do that again. Oh, dear. It's, <laughs> it's a bit pleasing. stroppy. As Brits, do we it, just do it? That is such a as good point. Brits. Yeah. Because if you say, yeah. I don't mind, you're like, I don't mind. But if you say, I don't care, it's a bit sinister isn't well, it yeah. there's like an active ingredient sinister. of like whereas i don't mind it's like i'm very passive in this but yeah. i don't care it's like and everything else can fuck off yeah. so, <laughs> i do what i want it, it sounds like we're all kind of on a journey not to be people pleasers though you've all kind of raised that a little bit that it's something that maybe we want to sort of avoid or i know that um for me like part of growing up is recognizing that i do prefer stuff like i do prefer the pancakes and and i and I also learning to listen to like what my gut is telling me it's like <laughs> literally it's like quite hard to hear it if you're not listening which sounds mm. cheesy <laughs> maybe that's why your body develops celiac uh disease, yeah because it was so annoying <laughs> it was like... the like just decide i'm gonna decide for uh, yeah. you no more wheat ever again <laughs> but you know what you joke but that does make restaurant selection really easy Yes. If I know someone what you mean. says like, "Do you want to go to this bread pizza restaurant?" Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> bread restaurant. I'd love to go to. You mean a bakery? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, can anyone tell me about their journey not to be people pleasers if they're doing that? Sorry, Lauren. Um, I think mine came through. I. I'm going to just take it down a notch. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about the bread restaurant. I'm so giggly now. I can't so, I think mine, when I had depression, which I've talked about a lot, I was very much someone who was like, I need to be liked by everyone. And I'd been like, oh, that person doesn't like me. So it's a reflection of me as a bad person. And it was very cyclical. And then I think part of my recovery was also realising that just I was valid without anyone else's opinion of mm. me. 
And so that then developed into this idea of, like, I'm not going to be a jerk or anything like that and be like, oh, no, I don't like you. I don't care about whether you like me. Because I don't think anyone actively wants to be disliked. But, you know, just stick with the being kind. If someone's being a douche, then I'm going to tell, I'm going to be like, I don't really like you saying that or that's not cool. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think being aware of things that hurt you, that is mm. definitely something that I used to not do. And now I think I'm more inclined to say, well, that annoys me and that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. As I went on a big rant before the show, someone who was disrespecting <laughs> me. And I, I realized that it's an unpleasant feeling now. And I think I didn't used to. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I thought think, I deserved it. Mm, it's, de- it's definitely, it can definitely be quite damaging for your mental health, I think, putting other people before yourself. Um, like, you know. Especially if you do it so often. In the, ex- but, in the extreme. But that's yeah. interesting what you said, that when you um, were experiencing your depression, you f- you care a lot about what people think about you. Mm. And you think... Because you're, you're in that sort of headspace where where you're thinking... You're, overly, you're overthinking everything. And if you are worried about what people think of your every move, that's an insecurity. And mm. that's... So actually, the, the more uh, sort of uh, less... Restricted to that sort of feeling, like that, the, the more secure you feel, the less you care about what people think, mm-hmm. and then the more you can do for yourself rather mm-hmm. than others, I guess. Yeah. and okay. and for others as well. If you're not thinking about what they think, then you can mm-hmm. start thinking about what they need a little. Yeah, yeah that's very true. As well. Different. I think, um, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think also if you're kind of always putting your, if you're always putting others before yourself and if you're always saying yes to things you also open open up yourself to being a bit of a doormat and a bit or like you mm. know this constant shoulder to cry on for everybody um and i think it's quite hard once you be once you're kind of like seen as that person and you're that person for everybody else it can be quite hard to shake it it becomes yeah. like a part of you who you are and even if even if you've had enough of it, I think it can be quite hard to get rid of that. Mm. Definitely, yeah, to shake that image. Like being mm. everyone's mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in, in my first uh, sort of long-term relationship, I I made a, I didn't really make a point out of not people-pleasing. I think I, it wasn't, it kind of happened very naturally. I tended to not recognize my own emotions. I didn't, like it didn't occur to me to recognize my emotions. Like it mm. wasn't like, oh, I'm actively ignoring how I feel. I know I'm angry, but I'm going to shut up about it. Mm. It was just that I didn't recognize that I was angry and I didn't recognize that those were the feelings that I was having. Um, now I'm in a relationship where like, I'm constantly being asked like, like how I feel about stuff. And, and initially it wasn't something that would occur to me to think of. Mm. Um, so I think I've definitely like, grown in that sense and it's made me less self-effacing it's made me like and it's also meant that I do think about what I can do Mm. so I was actually saying before the show that I didn't bring my girlfriend coffee this morning but like (laughs) I bring my girlfriend coffee and that's not like being a people pleaser that's like because I've thought through like what she likes and then I do it because I know that she likes it yeah which is different from like the desperation of yeah or like cancelling me needing tea because she needs coffee (laughs) (laughs) I'm so desperate for a girlfriend, I'm going to make her some coffee. But you're like, no, I love this girl, I'm going to make her some coffee. Exactly, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> slightly... I'm, no, I'm sure I'm sure I'm desperate. John is pissing himself right now. Um, Please don't leave me, here's your coffee. <laughs> so where are you all at now? I guess like either romantically or in your interpersonal relationships now, do you feel like you people please? And do you see it, see it, is it important to people please now? Is my no. question off that? No. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> fuck off. 
<laughs> no, like, well, just in general, yeah. I'm going to be kind. That's Do not it. out the window. Yeah, no, I, th- I was, I was aggregating for a comic I'll, effect. Well, like, <laughs> I think it's not true. No, like, just like I don't know why don't. No, I I think that the the, the more you get into a, re- a long term relationship, the uh, you know because people pleasing is quite sophisticated and kind of um, uh, like I said, it's it, you're you're willing to you're more yourself, and uh, I I know that I am like in my relationship now. It's I'm four years in. You know I'm I'm permanently no makeup and in pajamas. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just become less likely to. You're just more yourself, I think. Mm. And I think people pleasing is all about being polite. Mm. And the more you know someone, the less pol- polite you are to them. <laughs> in a, in but a, but the even way, you know, when like. I was in that slightly self-effacing relationship, I think that my own people pleasing damaged the relationship. It has an inverse of effect. So when I was reading up on this true, topic, to, like, yeah, because yeah. I wasn't being sincere to myself about yeah. how I felt. So that's going to impact how I am towards him. Like mm. it's going to like damage the relationship if I'm not saying that something's upsetting me. Mm. And I wasn't not saying it because I was holding back. I just didn't know that it was upsetting me. But that just means that that relationship is going to be like a little more superficial because he doesn't know how I'm feeling. And I can't expect him to like just know because that's pe- people aren't telepathic, yeah. you know. Um, anyway, I was going to ask, second to last question, uh, when we disagree with people, like, how do you express that? So, like, sometimes it depends on the context, obviously. Um, If it's a slightly formal context or if I'm interviewing someone, I don't want to alienate them. um, Then I'll say, like, I see or that's an interesting perspective or Mm, tell me more. That's quite good advice, actually. uh, even if they're like spouting like things that I find absolutely abhorrent just because I want to make them feel comfortable um, and that's definitely a form of people pleasing because in that environment you kind of need to but I've noticed that more recently um, if someone says like especially something misogynist something homophobic then I'll just like I'll sort of it's not a great trait but I'll set off a bit and I'll be like what do no, you I mean? think, I think it's fine to trait. call out things I, you need to, to do honest. that yeah. the mm. more you, I think it's not enough to be an ally and just sit there and not speak up when even if someone says something racist on a train Mm. like you're not being an ally if you don't speak up and even if you're the only person so making racists homophobic people misogynists feel comfortable is not something i think anyone should do (laughs) should do generally and i don't care about pleasing them right (laughs) I i think though it's kind of like when when they're that extreme views it's it's almost impossible to get through to them mm. but i think you can try and like listen and then and then talk to them and especially if they're say say like um my my dad's muslim and if they and if if they are say islamophobic i can talk to them and be like look i'm from a muslim family what do you think about me and you can use your own experience mm-hmm. to maybe change their minds but i think that some people you can never change their mind and you you just have to move on with your life and yeah. and block them i don't think that yeah i think that i don't think that i don't think you know uh putting somebody someone like a fascist sort of feelings before like calling prejudice out is is necessarily a good thing though i think i think shoot them down shoot them down well, not the, literally but the, <laughs> thank you we're not advocating crime on very little women and murder well one of the problem is 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 that you know everyone's talking about this big divide in society mm. and i i know 
like that sounds awful I know people who are racist um, <laughs> no I know people some of my best friends are racist <laughs> um, I know people who express stuff where like if I kick off then they're gonna like they're gonna feel like I feel superior to them that's true you know, and, and I don't want to make get... someone feel like that because that's burning that bridge I and I can know. never change their mind this is difficult because you know? we have this at Christmas dinner um, <laughs> where a family member will say something and then I will pipe in and then like my dad will pipe in and then someone else pipes in and then it and but then we're all able to be like, be like right. a big organ yeah <laughs> and then it cools down and you're like okay well we'll <coughs> move on from this um, it's someone chucks the nut roast at you and then, <laughs> I don't even like nut roast <laughs> That is hard when it's family members because it's it's I often when it's family members I can kind of just pretend I didn't hear or something or I feel uh, it's normally older members of the family you know mm. and and yeah it's difficult it's yeah it's um it's just agree to disagree it, a healthy debate is always good yeah um, I think that conversations like this are you know. The gammons versus the snowflakes are always <laughs> well are always an ultimate battle. <laughs> is people pleasing a gendered thing? Definitely. Quick last yeah, question. It Definitely. is. Um, it's a massively gendered thing. I I do, I really don't know how long I have to get in this point, but I want to try it. Go Even it. I still have friends today whose families revolve around the golden boy, whether that's the son, the brother, or the dad. And the women in the family do absolutely everything. Their whole lives revolve around the dad's career, the son's happiness. And women, the women in like these particular families do all of the emotional labour, and it's absolute mm. bullshit. Um, and I think it makes <laughs> me want to vomit. That's it. <laughs> That, I mean, that I was, agree. I'm really happy that we got that point in. I agree with you. <laughs> Most, uh, yeah. In general, more women than men yeah, are. Yeah, blazers, yeah. And it's, it's something in the way that we're raised, I think, in the way yeah, that... socially. Socialised, yeah, mm. exactly. This is, unfortunately, all we have time for. There's so much more to say on this. Um, Zara, could you just tell us, our listeners, a little bit about your upcoming gigs? I know you've got one coming up in yes. Leicester. And also your website <coughs> where people can find out more. If you yes, I um, would love... Um, people to come to my show things i shouldn't say at dave lester comedy festival at the exchange bar 3 p.m sunday the 10th of february um or if you're not in leicester just check out my website um i've got a blog on there it's www.zarabarry.com or follow me on twitter at zarabarry1 or Instagram zara.barry.comedy and so we'll we'll put an at in the very loose women tweets uh, but it's zara with an h and then barry with two r's z a h r a b a r i yeah you have been listening to very loose women you can find us on twitter at vlw radio and facebook and instagram we'll find four years of shows at www.acast.com forward slash very loose women and other podcast places uh, i produced tonight's sl- uh, show flory and soiler co-produced uh, john engineered uh, at resonance fm thanks so much Zara for joining us. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night.